0: Earthlings. And all you non-Earthlings. Yes. Who are chiming in. I'm so glad you're here tonight. We know. We know you're listening in. It's we, cool. You're observing us. We like to have all. All parties. All denominations. Tonight I'd like to go
1: into a uh, a little theory that I've had. I'm sorry for uh, losing my train of thought but um. You know, when people say to 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 me, um, "Are we being uh, visited?" You know, by aliens, I, I often have to correct them and say, "Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it, it's a visit, uh, as though they're shopping. You know, down on Park Avenue uh, or going to the mall. It's more of an observation that we're under. And, and by putting it in in that context, an observation means a long period of time in, in some cases, and in this case, which is around seventy years, we've been under observation. It may not be a long time to these uh, so-called ETs. So we have to, you know, keep in mind seventy years is eighty years is a, is a lifetime to humans. But yeah, to but the, it could be
0: the opposite of dog years. You know? Yeah, I mean, oh, it, it, human years. Yeah, they age a lot faster. It's Carl Sagan years times seven. Carl Sagan <laughs> has
1: often said that the uh, ecological uh, performances of planetary life and evolution on those planets could produce uh, completely different uh, biological uh, entities and life forms that have ages that that don't compare to humans.
0: It just goes against what you would think in your natural thought. You would think of them as yeah, humanoids every- and. Like yeah. us, you know, you know.
1: Yeah, we all we all co- confined to think of years in life in Earth years. We don't think of uh, uh, wh- how many years does an alien probably live. Uh, have they accomplished uh, uh, age uh, limitations? Uh, you know, immortality, which uh, you know has been spoken about. I am working in, on it. I am working on it. Been spoken about in, in 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 modern times, and also in ancient times. The Egyptians. Uh, had a very uh, large fascination with the afterlife and the preparations for it. They they spent all of their time preparing to die, and when they died, it was almost like they were going on a, on a, a voyage. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's more an accomplishment of of uh, science when when you get into these uh, technical things that we. We think of as, uh, as magical or science fiction is that, you know, uh, we could live for a few hundred years, you know, or, or more, you know, and t- and our cells could slow up. And, I mean, I read all the time about these advances in, in our, our own lifetime uh, that we're we're moving towards that, preparing for that, uh, biological uh, additives to our drinks that, that slow down the cells. Well, they have that
0: pill supposedly developed... I believe what I heard was the FDA has approved mm. a basically like a pill that can report back to a computer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in his stomach. Yeah, it's like
1: an, an internal doctor, you know, monitoring your system. That's just what we need, isn't it? And then, and then you excrete it. <laughs> because it stays in your system a certain amount of time and then that then you take that 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 uh, well, ex yeah, i
0: mean why and I, you I analyze think, it. um i forget the name of that old movie where they shrunk those guys down and they went in to say was it was the guy the president of the United States or something they went in to save him by going into his bloodstream like they shrunk them down and they and they went into his bloodstream no i didn't saw that movie <laughs> god i gotta oh, that, man,
1: that sounds man, like a good so one many years
0: it was great i can't think
1: of O- often there are many uh, plots for, for for science fiction film that come out of uh, hmm. research that's uh, you right. know on the cusp of of development. Uh, it hasn't been mm-hmm. finished, but it's 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 in the thought process. Or it's a
0: director writer's um, interpretation of filling in the gaps. Mm-hmm.
1: When, when when artificial insemination became available to a woman, uh, you know. It starts to change the way you look at uh, things in the past, and uh, you know the uh, hmm. the Old Testament and the New Testament departed their ways over the uh, the conception of uh, the Immaculate Mary, which is uh, based on uh, the pretext that uh, you know artificial insemination was somehow employed in the. Uh, conception of uh our religious leader and there's uh, not
0: a lot to back that up really
1: no i know it's a it's a it's a a, a suspicious theory but um you know when you when you when you look at artificial insemination and you say well how could mary conceive without the availability of you know what's normally done in in the the creation of a human And, and to have it uh have a, have a child created in a woman without the the, the benefit of a man being imparted at uh, is kind of uh, mysterious.
0: That's, well, we live in modern times, right?
1: Yeah, well, today <laughs> today we understand what uh, now we can do with medical procedures and, uh, and uh, freezing uh, a woman's egg can be uh, uh, unfrozen in the future. Uh, amazing stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: these are all... Uh, we're living in a very uh, scientific age, and uh, the the magic of uh, the future, uh, in, uh, you know, com- comes across us in, in drips and drabs. But sometimes it really is astounding in what it can do, and uh, the arrival of these creatures who keep us under observation—they uh, seem to be interested in this uh, nuclear power that that seems to be uh, prevalent around the world. And uh, uh, ever since we started noticing they're snooping around these sites where there are nuclear power plants and nuclear weaponry, uh, the pattern seems to have been set that uh, either they enjoyed the power that they uh, were, you know, observing uh, being used by humans or they didn't like it, and uh, they know something we don't, and know where we're headed with all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. right. They know that, that that maybe that it's in the hands of uh, a civilization that uh, doesn't deserve to have this. Uh, kind of seems like it. <laughs> yeah, and, and when I go back to that ancient movie back in the fifties, "The Day the Earth Stood Still," that message that's given in that film is very, very relevant to nuclear proliferation and the the abandonment of uh trying to stop it if we if we allow every nation to have the possession of nuclear weaponry in the movie the day the earth stood still the message seems to be that if we don't take it upon ourselves to control our our development in this area uh, the aliens are going to take it upon themselves to uh, do it themselves. And this seems to be uh, quite an interesting message to be in a movie, uh, especially uh, right after the Roswell crash. And uh, <laughs> the movie was done by 20th Century Fox. It had a uh, it had a very uh, good cast of uh, actors and... Uh, that movie uh, became uh, sort of a legendary film. Uh, it was mentioned in one of my books uh, that it was a recommended film to watch for people who worked at the National Security Agency in Maryland. I thought that was uh, interesting. Why would they recommend
0: that film to watch? <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Um, either to send you on the wrong path or to uh, – Yeah. Because to, they had um, – they knew that it was accurate. <laughs> I don't know which one yeah, yeah I know that. That's what I how I looked at it. <laughs> sure because
1: th- this this classification that's been mentioned uh, in the early days uh, uh, of the Roswell recovery, that the the, uh, the message seems to be coming out that was uh, putting this secret this this subject higher and higher in a classification, and, and it had to go into a uh, top secret above top secret. Just went, like that. Just like that. <laughs> because the the more that these sightings were being seen, the more the public was getting alarmed. So they had to con- they had to do a uh, a CIA operation on this subject. And uh, you know uh, they they've they've done a good job of, of giving this uh, subject a uh, conspiracy type of uh, mm-hmm. feeling. You know, no one believes
0: it. It's too impossible that the aliens are here. The the movie I was talking about that I forgot the name of Fantastic Voyage in ni- 1966. That's what
1: uh, with Raquel Welsh was in that film. Very uh
0: um I believe. I don't know. I think it was I don't another famous uh, Jan Benez. Or that's Jan Ben oh that's a guy. Um, it had um well it was a fa- all right Stephen Boyd who was, was the, the big female, though? There was a big female in that No, I, I, I don't know if that's the one that you're thinking of. I don't know. I remember, I mean, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. You might be right. Maybe it was, Uh, yeah, it was Raquel Welch. You're right. <laughs> there she is <laughs> with her <laughs> missiles. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she was in there. I didn't was remember a- I was too young to realize it was Raquel Welch.
1: <laughs> so, I can't. I couldn't forget I, I, it. I
0: can't really remember the movie. I just remember thinking it was so cool, and they they like they got in a, a like a little ship. It was a submarine actually, mm-hmm. and they went. They 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 did something and beam you know put a beam on them and it shrunk them and down. And they and they and they, they had the sound effects them. were excellent.
1: Remember they had the sound of the oh, the,
0: the body the bubbles that stuff. the bubble right. like yeah. When and they were like cruising around inside the guy's body in order to save his life, yeah. I think. And,
1: and he and would say, and the guy would say, "We're surfacing,
0: we're surfacing." Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was really a trip. I don't remember much more beyond that. Just as a boy, young boy, thinking, "Wow, this is so cool!" My brother and I were like, "Wow."
1: Yeah, it grabbed a lot of uh, fans, you know. And uh, it's amazing it's how a cool these concept, uh, you know? yeah the uh, the film, the day the are said still is. Uh, uh, a classic in that it uh, it brings out the uh, the public's attention to uh, the sightings. That it we makes made. you think.
0: It Makes you think. I I, I know why. I think it it kind of sums up um, one mo- one line of thinking of maybe like what, why are they coming here, and mm-hmm. what do they think of us.
1: Right. Well, the, yeah, in, in the dialogue, and that's why the, the I, I, you know, I've watched the film several times, especially that the the scenes that that involve the discussion between the emissary in the spacecraft and the and the Earth scientists, the, the dialogue that goes between them implies that the the, the these creatures who, who are in this uh, civilization that's, that's coming to Earth has evolved past warfare, they
0: don't. Well, you would think so, I mean, you know, I think there's something, the fact that, you know, it's a humbling thing, right? When as much as you're going on with your daily life and everyone has their, their inner self and we all think about ourselves to a certain degree and then suddenly, you know, Oh, the earth is just one of many. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a little bit of a way of a psychological effect of making you a little bit more conscious of your neighbor. Possibly. Right. Is there a, is there a guardianship? But doesn't it evoke some kind of social consciousness like, wait a minute, you mean earth is not it? No, you're not it. There's millions and billions of people on earth, and earth is not it either.
1: Right, and, it and just they, goes to a
0: whole other level and I, if people would just stop and think about that
1: well in in the star trek series the, the there's a a uh, scene or a couple of episodes that uh, reflect on this uh sort of guardianship' uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, the the was it the team they were of looking nine after the earth or the team something. of nine and they and they're in charge of the 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 universe and mm-hmm. they and they go about keeping things. And, they, and there's bad people out there, and there's good people out there. And they try to maintain balance as much as they can. And, th- and that's sort of the message in, in The Day the Earth Stood Still, mm-hmm. which that, like, if, if they have the power that's so great that they could, you know, annihilate the whole planet because you couldn't control yourself amongst yourselves because you're still a warring nation... We're still. A, we look at in our last hundred years. We we've killed what over a hundred million people. Hmm. I mean that's uh, that's a sad commentary that's for uh, you know for uh, for for evolution to say humans have evolved to the stage that uh, we 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 wind up uh, annihilating each other instead of living in peace. Which oh, is seems... some
0: people deserve it. A few, you
1: know, only a handful. Yeah. Well, would... the good and the bad, and. Uh, <laughs> there's always been good and the bad and that's uh, i guess it's a it's a fight between the soul searchers and the uh,
0: well as much as we can speculate okay um it, you know in 1947 who came here and why and all the, the the nuclear testing and the increase in sightings and the and the wars and the increase in sightings yeah that that sounds um, like an a, like a a stupid reason that they would come here
1: but then when you think about it and you say Hmm, maybe there's some, t- maybe there's something to it because there is a correlation between the obser- them observing these detonations, and especially the fact that the Roswell crash happened so close to where the Anola Gay was being kept and prepared for the dropping of the first atomic bomb. I mean, the the, the snooping around in that location and the mm-hmm. testing of these weapons was maybe a, a, a force that that caused their craft to crash maybe the the the, the maybe the uh, the okay. atomic bomb has something now, about
0: it that, that's w- but what uh, but i mean we're going back a, a good ways there now flash forward to today what's going on in outer space
1: well we now, have <laughs> we have a space force now to watch out for anybody that's uh, going to Come out from, who knows where? Right, and we have a checkpoint. A recent president checkpoint was kind Charlie of,
0: was pretty much laughed off for, mm-hmm. you know, his spending money. Of the space yeah. force.
1: Why do we and, need that? We have a we have a United mm, States Air Force. What and, do we and, need?
0: And, and, and even though it was laughed off, like ha ha ha, that's you know, um, it's been around for a long time. It's been under the Air Force, right? Mm-hmm. For yeah, years. cooperation
1: between the Soviet Union
0: and the in the united states so it wasn't like he created space force and, and they used to really make fun of it um but you know we heard recently uh china sent a uh a hypersonic missile completely around the earth mm-hmm. and landed it again mm-hmm. okay uh hello <laughs> uh and what about what's going on in outer space well here's a uh this is from the well this is from uh Hold on, I got the wrong one. Time Magazine. Um, an article from Time Magazine from from 2020, but it's it's a uh, you'll see why I'm reading it today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, American intelligence analysts have been watching a pair of Russian satellites identified as Cosmos 2542 and 2543 for months. Or rather, they have been watching them since they were one satellite deployed by a Soyuz rocket that took off uh, from Pletsk Cosmodrome on November 26, 2019. Sounds oh. Russian. <laughs> it was 11 days after that launch that the first satellite split in two. The second somehow birthed from the other, and no one in the U.S. military was happy about the new arrival. By mid-January, both Russian satellites had floated near a multi-billion-dollar spacecraft known as KH-11, which is one of the U.S. military's most powerful spy tools, part of a reconnaissance constellation codenamed Keyhole-slash-Crystal. It wasn't clear whether the Cosmos satellites, that's two of them, after they split off from being one, um... It wasn't clear whether those satellites were threatening or surveilling the KH-11, which is said to have the resolving power of the Hubble Hubble Space Telescope, but it turned out that was only the start of the twins' surprises. After the U.S. expressed concern uh, to Moscow through diplomatic channels, the pair pulled away from the KH-11 and whizzed around the Earth at more than 1,700 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. Then on July 15th, with the, U- with the U.S. analysts still tracking them, the birthed Russian satellite Cosmos 2143 fired a projectile out into outer space. Uh, this was told to Time Magazine by General John J. Raymond, the top general of the newly created U.S. Space Force. Hmm. It was the first time the U- U.S. military had publicly alleged an instance of a space-based Anti-satellite weapons test: A troubling new development in the emerging theater of orbital warfare. Is this part of the Reagan
1: setup of the uh, the space based uh, system that he wanted to the Star Wars system? Is that part of that? Maybe
0: or, could be. Uh, an I'm not sure. I'm not, sure. I, I'm not an expert because that on this sounds stuff. like what
1: um, what the space force is designed to protect is the. Uh, as the laser guided, uh, space, uh, but you gotta remember
0: back then it must've been pretty crude to, I mean, look what I just read. Like Mm -hmm. when you think of all these UFO sightings, you Mm -hmm. know, it could be stuff like that too, Mm -hmm. in which we, you know, we can see that they're, they're pretty advanced. I mean, you can't even, you know, this is pretty shocking really. The, the mission of protecting America's vulnerable orbital networks falls to the U S space command and space force which since December 2020, I think, or maybe 2019, has the same status as the Army, Navy, Air Force and Marines. Guess that was 2019. Mm. The Pentagon has decades of experience building and deploying satellites, the military operates many of the most important ones. And it has arguably the best strategic planning skills of any organization on the planet, or do they? Mm. It also already employs 20,000 people whose jobs are to oversee and manage America's space-based GPS communications, weather and ballistic missile warning systems. 20,000 people. So we're here sitting here talking about what China has done, what Russia's done, what's the US done? They're not telling us about, oh, do we have anything like that? Well, hmm. we have 21 space vehicles, outer sp- space vehicles. I think it was. It yeah, was a it, certain number. It's <laughs> like uh, they have police cars out there in space. I mean, the Pentagon has a seven hundred and forty billion dollar budget. So, mm. well, that's a lot of defense. That's <laughs> a the lot. B- of the black budget
1: doesn't get. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, this is the budget of, we know of. You mean? <laughs> it's, it's never <laughs> disclosed. Don't ask because we won't tell
0: well um it's a little scary i think it sure is because um
1: if by chance the the uh the awakening or the doorbell that was pressed by detonating these weapons have also signaled uh other other aliens from different areas in the space outer space to start coming here and uh this has been mentioned in the SOM manual in their descriptions of these aliens. Uh, they broke them down into a couple of categories. And uh, it, it's, it implies that there's uh, more than the, uh, the ones that are visiting in uh, the Roswell case. So that would be quite astounding to be re- revealing to the American public and to the world. You know, the, this uh, visit is not a visit. It's like I say, a, uh, yeah,
0: but, I a mean, keeping also- track
1: of us. Maybe they, maybe they like the South Pole and they don't like the Caribbean. Maybe they.
0: But I mean, but also, you're, what about us? Because we're in outer space too, and we're not really. We don't think about it much as as Earthlings. But what are we doing up there? There is space wars going. I mean, there's a lot of activity when you think of the stuff flying around up there and mm-hmm. shooting a missile and knocking down space garbage and what, what this is not he, everyday stuff. He, here's a here's a hypothetical.
1: What what if the the group that came here and is observing us is part of a small scouting party and and the big group is coming so they have well, to prepare
0: I mean first of all if you're coming to a planet and there's some guys hanging out in the outer space of the planet you're going to talk to them first so right. <laughs> you know yeah. they they probably don't have to come here I'm sure we have outposts out there we have these space stations we have uh a number of countries that are doing things that uh, I guess we're watching how do we, we probably know a lot more than what the washington post is saying this is just one sourcing one person.
1: Well, w- when, when Ronald, when president Ronald Reagan brought up the, uh, the development of the star Wars system,
0: it I have was an article from Washington, but I didn't read it yet. Th-
1: that, that mm-hmm. system is very similar to a, a space based system of, uh, protecting the earth with, uh, laser guided, uh, plasma <laughs> weapons and just things that, that we have that we don't, you know, we don't talk about too much, but, uh, we have them. And uh, when you have a goofy president like we have now, uh, who doesn't know uh, what his last name uh, probably is, uh, <laughs> he, 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 well, he, you have to have a, a, a tough president in this day and age because <laughs> with, with the way conditions seem to be moving, you know, you, you would say, well, if the aliens are here, well, now is the time for them to come down and, and save us from ourselves, but... uh Yeah, it seems like a pretty good time. <laughs> you know, so I've had friends <laughs> of mine who say, team. oh, you know, I don't believe they're even here because they probably left. They probably said, this place is too, too much for us. We don't want to negotiate. <laughs> Who's going to want to negotiate with him?
0: <laughs> little A little gray alien, you mean? Well, something tells me that that negotiation would not go too well. No, and, then, and then there would be ice cream afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there would be no
1: talking. Yeah. There would be just thought processes going on.
0: Well, there are some people
1: who think. Um, and maybe the thought processes in Mr. Uh, President that we have today doesn't really uh, go too far. And the brainwaves of these creatures. He
0: didn't. He didn't go in and cut the budget to the space force. He didn't change anything. No. Biden has not changed anything that Trump did in setting it up, from no. what I understand. At least not. Maybe he. At least nothing major. You know, there was like no stoppage of it, or yeah, the Pentagon is uh, is in control of that. I bet. Are they? Because you know, Kamala Harris is not. I in mean, the, of it. you know, is the military. Um, really spending all of their time and energy looking after our defense. Uh, I hope so. I, I would hope so. I would um, hope so. We have good people. in. The I government, doubt it. Despite
1: there's the, <laughs> the, 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 the a-holes that, that, that surface every so often, there's still a good amount of good people in the government, uh, that, uh, you know, well, I trust. And, uh, that we have to all have faith in that, because if we if we have a bunch of lunatics 100% in the government, then, then we might as well just, uh, we'll jump off the the, uh, the boat and drown. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I think that there's enough people in the government that know what's going on, and they keep it, uh, whichever needs to be kept quiet <sighs> is kept quiet for well, reasons, yeah. you know, there's Things that we shouldn't know, and sometimes we can't handle the truth. Like we we say this frequently on this podcast, you know. And UFOs are one of those subjects that happen to be in that in that status. Well, that's what's
0: cool about things like podcasts like this. I mean, you know, things like uh, it opens it opens
1: discussion. You know, it's it's a that's why I chose the title of why UFOs are top secret, and not just to to put it down as oh, we're going to talk about flying saucers. No. There's a lot more to this subject than meets the eye, and uh, the, the the fact that it's in this classification that I that I say all the time, it, it, you don't don't forget that because that yeah. makes it important. It's it's I have a book on my shelf. that says it's called it's called uh, Flying Saucers dot dot serious business, and it was written by a, a very uh, popular reporter back in the 50s his name was Frank Edwards <clears throat> and he had a lot of you know a lot of credibility and he did a great uh, great work on the book and uh, it points out the uh, the dead seriousness of the subject and how it moved uh around channels uh in the government and uh, the CIA uh, finally uh, got involved and uh they have been involved uh with the creation of uh, the uh the National Enquirer back in the uh, the '60s to handle this subject, and uh, <laughs> when I found that out, I they, was quite oh, amazed. They,
0: they actually created it. Yeah, there was a para. Uh, one of the people were, in the um, someone came here straight out of the CIA and went into, went to, to run in, it.
1: And in, and in, 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 in he was in para uh, psychological warfare department, and okay. he developed the, uh, the the National Enquirer. His I forget his last name was uh, Key. Was something like that. It was a small word, huh. but uh, I, I could find out. Uh, my, but, um, it was told to me by one of my buddies up in Lake George.
0: And, well, that's uh, like uh, the ma- major social media channels were started by people out of the. I'm not even going to go there, but let's. It's out of the government agencies, we'll say.
1: Yeah, well, the ta- the t- the t- the, t- the papers, the U U UPI U- and Associated Press were the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest holders of uh, the, uh, the news agencies. The news agencies, you know. And today we have multiple agencies that handle information, so it, it's not confined. Uh, to it's a, still
0: pretty. No, it's still pretty controlled because it's, you still got it, it's like Reuters and AP. It's still there? Yeah, they're it's still an, it, the main. Yeah, it's it's main.
1: spread though. It's spread. It's <laughs> now it's not just two agencies. Oh, right. Well, now it's saying
0: it's it's spread into other. Those two agencies areas. are still at the top. Mm-hmm. They, they're the ones still they
1: dictate carrying the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though. and and the British have a similar thing. It's called the OSA, mm-hmm. the uh, the Official Secrets Act, and it and it covers everything in the editorial board of all the publications in in England. So they, they covered this subject, too. They handled, when the Randlesham Forest case happened in, in England in 1980, that case caused such an uproar because the military base was a, a nuclear uh, facility. And again, UFOs were involved in coming down and looking into this area. And uh, the base uh, received quite a lot of attention. You know, books were written about it. It's a, it's a strong case. They called it the uh, the New England Roswell, you know. Because the object actually came down and left the markings in the ground,
0: and it talked a little funny too, like New England. No, that was, was not a good. That was that wasn't a good. No, no, that, was not <laughs> that wasn't there a was good no talking. I don't know how to do that accent really. That, that the, uh, the
1: the the that case involved uh, that was a very interesting case
0: because uh, I can do a little Long Island accent maybe. If the, you want some Long the, Island
1: the I got, memo I, got, I, got, I can pack some someone out of that up, no problem. The Colonel Holt memo was very important in that case because. Was actually a colonel that took himself into the area while the while the event was happening, and he reported it on a, on a, a recorder, mm-hmm. and that re, and that got published, made to the radio, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was uh, recorded and then published in a book of what he was seeing and, and feeling at the time, and uh, uh, it was not uh, the lighthouse that they uh, they tried to push it off that was causing this light in the. Uh, in the forest. <laughs> but um, the case is uh, shown to be a very good case because it, it happened in a, in a different part of the
0: world. And it had a lot of military uh, people involved in it. I mean, that's probably why we don't get more whistleblowers because they know that the, the public shouldn't know this, some of this stuff, probably. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've often said, I mean, cause to- I've always, often often wondered why aren't there more whistleblowers? You know, Hey, I, I'm, I'm on my deathbed, but I was there when, they cut open that alien and did the alien dissection or whatever. <laughs> you know, and it was real. <laughs> you
1: know. Yeah. Well, sometimes I say to people who I've tried to uh, point out the importance of taking, taking it serious and not joking all the time. Oh, like me. And I, no, 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 that, that, that's, that's okay. I take it it, it, what I say to those people that, that continually knock it and don't want to accept that, uh, that what I could be saying is true is uh, I say back to them, I say, you know, maybe it's better off that you don't know. Well, Because it's kept me up many nights I got knowing a, that this subject is,
0: is this classification. There's a whistleblower from Space Force. <laughs> now, How about that? Hmm. It would, this is the Washington Post article I was telling you about. It's from May 2021 commander of space force unit fired after accusing the military of pushing an agenda rooted in Marxism. <laughs> now this guy wrote a book and he's been on a lot of podcasts and this is kind of a hit piece actually I'm reading here. So I'm not going to just read it verbatim, but it says he spent more than L- low Meyer spent more than a decade with the air force before joining the military's newest branch in 2020. Um, which is, a, you know, he was Lieutenant Lieutenant Stephen oh, Whiting. That, oh, Lut- oh, no, that's the guy that fired him. Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting, the head of Space Operations Command, relieved Lomer of his command due to a loss of trust and confidence in his ability to lead. Now, this is based on a book he wrote. So I'm thinking this <laughs> is, sounds very interesting, but it's, you know, it's not going to be pretty anytime you're in the military and you, you, you do some whistleblowing. Can you imagine, you think he got visited by anybody? Can you imagine? Yeah. You would yeah. think so, probably, right? Some, somebody came to knock on his door. <laughs> it says, a description of the book promises readers that after becoming aware of the Marxist conquest of American society, you will never again look at the things in the same way. Um, and that has taken place in the U.S. military. What we saw taking place in the country and in the military, frankly, during this past year especially was reminiscent of Mao's cultural, cultural revolution where you had to tow a certain party line, Laura Merced on the Steve Gruber show. Um, we seem to have more and more people spouting off about Marxism, communism, and socialism, who don't seem to have a clue about it. Now, this is where the hit piece comes in, because they're saying this guy doesn't know, but he was in the Space Force. So we'll have a little follow-up to this. I think I'm going to have to track this book down and find out what's going on, because I'm very, very curious what's going on in the good old Space Force. Being taken over by Marxists? Well, this says... uh, uh, Representative Getz from Florida called Lorimer's work patriotic and praised him for speaking out against the attempted wokeification of our military. So, um, says that uh, his 230 page book is a top seller in Amazon's military policy and communism and socialism categories. I mean, how many books can there be on that? There must be more than one. Oh, boy. It ranks second overall behind only Dr. Seuss's Oh, the Places You'll Go. Come on. What? What? And there's some kind of joke here. This is the Washington Post. This is Jeff Bezos' paper, So. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't trust the Washington Post it's it, it, it just drags you into something no but the
0: fact that it was a hit piece on this guy that was is a whistleblower kind of it makes me uh, curious now about what he's saying mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's how you got to do it these days right It's not like I mean journalism has changed
1: It definitely changed.
0: So we sit here and we make a case every week on how journalism since the 1940s has been covering up this issue mm-hmm and many other issues yeah, so you can you know it, there's lots more to it I mean the the the, 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 the tobacco
1: industry went through such a uh, a, a case, a, a class action lawsuit mm-hmm. and they admitted oh, yeah. or didn't admit it. Oh, right. it was,
0: we, we we pay a hundred billion dollars but we we don't admit to any wrongdoing.
1: Yeah, cigarettes are fine. you could smoke them all you want.
0: We've never found a link between people's lungs falling out as they're walking down the street and uh, smoking eight packs a day. We see no link.
1: And today I see more people smoking than I've ever seen. Have you noticed that?
0: Really? Especially in Europe.
1: Yeah. And over (laughs) here, because we have a lot of people that are coming over here from other countries. But uh, I notice a lot of cigarette butts on the floor, (laughs) a lot more than they used to be. And, and, and women people smoking.
0: Are, uh, you got, I mean, you're, you're home and unemployed. And
1: $15 a pack. I mean.
0: they, cre- they, they killed all of our small businesses. So a lot of people are stressed. I guess they're smoking.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, $15 a pack? I mean, come on. It used to be 30 cents.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of that is tax. Yes.
1: Tax, tax, tax. I'll give you a tax. Get up and I'll put I one on your would, chair.
0: I wish they would focus more on the spending of these taxes than the um, – Gather, Where's that tax go? To buy more tobacco? Where's it go, go, going? It's supposed to go to schools, but you know it's not. Schools. It's going to like the school of... Tobacco. The school of... I, I, tobacco I, don't research. Don't get me started. Tobacco
1: research, yeah. They're trying mm-hmm. to skim off the negative things of the tobacco so that you can smoke it.
0: Well. Smoke it. Toke it. Um. You know, it's probably more about <clears throat> the chemical additives than anything else. And as we know, once America makes an industry out of something, it adds chemical additives to it so that it can last 17 years on the shelf or in your pocket. <laughs> Have you ever seen you ever seen those <clears throat> postings people did of like Mc, McDonald's cheeseburger and fries that they've left sitting out and it's like seven years later and it still looks exactly the same? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just uh it just turned into uh <laughs> i mean a mold <laughs> hi i would like uh a big mac and an order of fries without the formaldehyde please <laughs> <laughs> just clean off
1: the germs please. i
0: prefer ketchup oh what does that have formaldehyde in it too it could it might it's it has some weird name stuff
1: <laughs> we yeah. uh we uh have a uh, interesting uh podcast coming up next week and uh, that's always interesting come on yeah each, so each week gets a little bit one? more interesting <laughs> especially when they land
0: <laughs> and, oh
1: and they when they land boy I'm gonna have a lot I of run. people we everybody's run. gonna when be land, calling and I won't be here because I'll be hiding from these creatures and
0: we'll just say we didn't do it man it wasn't us
1: I just told you I told you <laughs> that they were here now that they're here and you can't handle it huh
0: now you money. know why that they didn't want to tell you, because but, we knew you couldn't handle it. Could be. I mean, there's definitely an element of that, but it makes me wonder what the hell is going out in outer space today. Yeah, are they, they hybriding mean, us? Are they? I mean, are we they... don't even know what's going on in the Ukraine, really. We we see social media posts. I mean, how do you verify anything? When all I know is when every single channel is saying the exact same thing, then I, I'm then something's wrong. I feel like Neo when when there was a skip in the program. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for calling myself Neo, but I mean, you know, there's a skip in the program when that happens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. uh,
1: People want to know if we're uh, alone, you know. We don't need any. Well, uh,
0: that's one one of the things. Yeah, any,
1: we don't need any mm. creatures coming here. We got Who another,
0: created us? We got Is eight, there a god? Those, are, I think, those implicit in that as well.
1: Got yeah. eight billion people here right now. You know, can't use any more hybridization. Hi, you know, if, imagine if they're coming here because they need a new place to to, to work on to live, and then we're just a uh, they're surveilling the place to find out if they're... Everything is good for the rest of the group to come here. Oh, well, our companies will
0: be happy to go into outer space if there's money in it, right? Check this out from spacenews.com. Boeing and Northrop Grumman in 2020 won separate contracts to design payloads for the protected tactical SATCOM, the PTS program. Mm. This is when your government gets PTS.
1: Well, they want to. Go, they want to start mining the uh, the asteroids and the
0: uh, meteors, whatever they want to. Well, also just for defense and protection. But check this out: a, a satellite communication payload developed by Boeing for the U.S. Space Force has passed a critical design review. The company announced on March 16th. This was uh, this was just this week. Boeing and Northrop, Northrop Grunman... Won two separate contracts worth 191 million and 253 million dollars, hmm. respectively, to design payloads for the protected tactical satcom, a planned network of jam resistance geostationary satellites for military classified and unclassified communications. So that means Hillary also has a server on there. <laughs> She's got her server. Her server is going to make the trip. Uh, it doesn't say that, but I added that in. Both companies are expected to launch the prototype payloads in 2024 for on-orbit demonstrations. I'll be sure and show up for the on-orbit demonstrations. How about you, Bob? Yeah, I'll wait till the uh, free rides again. (laughs) So there's there's definitely a reason for us, in the name of defense, creating these outer space craft and satellite networks and…
1: Well, they're going to keep monitoring the the, uh, the uh, eventual travel agencies that are going to be sending all these wealthy individuals into space. Like John Davison, he's going up into space. Did, have you heard that one?
0: I'm his travel agent. The, I, uh, NSL I got guy? it booked for him. Yeah. I, I just called him and said, listen, man, this guy's got more go money. than Jeff
1: Bezos, <laughs> yeah. They're going to put him on. The, uh, and he's going to probably take Kim Kardashian because He had so
0: much money, he bought two seats just so he could put his feet up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, oh, I thought he have, that seat was for Kim. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. we'll see what happens. Because this is going to be the new thing for now for the Hollywood elite. Why not
0: buy a third and bring your bring bring your favorite pet? Yeah? Yeah, this this just is this is the million new, a the ride. New,
1: it's just a new million thing. a person. It's the new thing to to, to go into space. You got <laughs> the bucks. Be. You got the bucks. Yeah. You can go into space. Yeah. You pay for it. You can go. Well, even I, if it's
0: fifteen minutes, I'm going to get rich with my cheaper alternative. <laughs> I'll stick to the merry-go-round, you know? Okay, it has good sound effects, and it's nice and dark, and you pay a lot less to get in for 10 minutes at a time. I'm already working on my prototype. <laughs> everyone that has I, been... I, I'm into, testing it with a closet, but I'll, I'll let you know how it goes.
1: Everyone that has been into space, all the astronauts, they've all, you know, written books and stories about how they felt mm-hmm. when they left the Earth's atmosphere. And it's been... Uh, an experience that, uh, you can't explain it unless you do it, you know, and you experience it. And when, uh, William Shatner returned from his orbital, uh, I mean, not his Mm -hmm. orbital flight, but his, uh, his flight for for five minutes, I think he was up there. He came back and, and this guy was crying, you know, and, uh, his, the experience was so overwhelming. He said that it, it, it's it's super it's surpassed anything he's received and
0: maybe that's what we need to do is get you know these bad criminals and stuff they can't think of other people we we'll just blast them off up there so they can have some kind of spiritual experience and say yeah yeah he he,
1: not, he was really moved by the whole color. the whole thing not not just the looking out the the capsule window but just the experience of looking back and looking at the earth as you know as somebody from another planet. And uh, you got some
0: required reading for our folks out there. They want to do some extended reading.
1: Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> not a good book to read. In in uh, in in that it offers uh, a dwindling uh, a dwindling uh, earth. You know, a uh, playing with these weapons do not uh, give a uh, a good outcome for either party. Whoever uses them, right, is is just a, a, a non-starter. <laughs> That's why I feel the uh, the tension today is so strong because people think that uh, all these company, these countries that have these weapons, they they want to intimidate other countries that don't have the weapons into submission and uh, anything else they want to impose on them, and uh, it's up to the United States to to curtail curtail the the construction of these weapons, and Iran, ironically, wants to get back into the. Uh, Iran uh, nuclear deal which is not a good idea it was uh, hopefully uh, the end of it uh, was reached uh, years ago but now it seems to be back on the table and uh, this is not a nation that uh, should have this weapon you know uh, the, the statements that they've made uh, do not go hand in hand with having a weapon of this nature it's uh, <laughs> it's like giving a, a, a nut
0: I'll, I'll finish it off with a quote by Ronald Reagan when he was talking to the UN, which yeah. we played before. But you know, in, in thinking about what along the lines of like, Uniting. getting outside of yourself, and out, it's and not just thinking in terms of you know, we're I live in California and, and LA is this, or, or the Earth is this, even that right? we all are all, all, we're, all we're, one. We're 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 just a a, a dust floating in the wind. Mm hmm. And, and and, and, and uh, I like the idea of I think I think Elon Musk should offer free rides to really bad prisoners who have no hope, you know, and maybe maybe, uh, you know, they used to use shock treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Cannot swords be turned to plowshares? Can we and all nations not live in peace? In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bond. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What could be more alien to the universal aspirations of our peoples than war and the threat of war yeah i mean it's
1: amazing when i hear that every time i hear it and repeat it it's it just uh it's really mind-blowing
0: especially today you know with what's going on so mm-hmm. don't forget to love each other we will see you next week and don't forget to look up in the air keep your eyes open keep and your them, mind as well keep them peeled I like bananas. (laughs) Good night, folks.